this is the introduction to the birch bark house by louise erdrich i think it's important to know that the author louise erdrich is a member of the turtle mountain band of ojibwa people which is a native american culture group you're also going to hear the Native American name Anishinaabe, which is the original name for the Ojibwa or Chippewa people, a Native American group who originated in and live mainly in the northern North American woodlands. So when you're listening to this story, you can picture the characters in the woodlands sort of near the Great Lakes area, and there are currently, just so you know, um, Ojibwa reservations in Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, North Dakota, and also in Canada. Um, Something else that's really important to know is that Ojibwa was originally a spoken language, not written, so um, the author does as best job she can as to write the names of certain things in the book, Um, in what she thinks the spelling would be. And while I'm reading, I'm going to try my best to pronounce them, but I don't know for sure if the way that I'm reading the words are correct, um, the Ojibwa terms. So that's important to know while you're listening. The story, The Birch Bark House, begins with a prologue, and it's titled... The Girl from Spirit Island. The only person left alive on the island was a baby girl. The tired men who had come there to pick up furs from the Anishinaabe people stood uneasily on the rocky shore. The voyagers watched from a distance as the baby crawled in a circle, whimpering and pitiful. Her tiny dress of good blue wool was embroidered with white beads and ribbons and her new moccasins were carefully sewn. It was clear she had been loved. It was also clear that the family who had loved her was gone. All of the fires in the village were cold. The dead lay sadly in blankets, curled as though they were sleeping. Smallpox had killed them all. The voyagers trembled at the thought that the disease might already have chosen one of them. Surely, they muttered, The baby had the sickness, too. She's sick. She looks tired, said one man, when she lay down against one of the blanketed figures. Let her sleep. Birds were singing, dozens of tiny white-throated sparrows. The thrilling, rippling sweetness of their songs contrasted strangely with the silent horror below. First one, then the other of the men turned away. They got back into their canoes. As they paddled toward the next island, all were silent, thoughtful. Some wore hard expressions. One man had tears in his eyes. His name was Hat. He thought of his wife and decided he would tell her about the baby. If there was anyone in the world who'd go and rescue that little girl, it was his wife. He shivered a little as he thought of her. He couldn't help it. Tallow, she was called and sometimes she scared him with her temper. Other times he was amazed at her courage. 
He grimaced in shame. Unlike him, his wife was afraid of nothing.